Welcome to the Europia podcast. Europia is a registered charity working towards empowering, supporting, training and representing European nationals in Greater Manchester. Hello Anna, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so my name is Honor. Um, and I've been working at Europia for, oh goodness, since, since October. So is that, what, five months? Don't know, yeah. uh, flies. <laughs> um, and I was actually recruited here in kind of an unusual way. I am um, part of the Charity Works grad scheme. So when I finished uni at Edinburgh Uni, I applied for something called Charity Works, which is a leadership development programme. And they basically match you with a partner organisation. And uh, Europia is a partner organisation of charity works so um i was matched here um because yeah i I study something called anthropology which is to do with understanding other cultures and understanding uh different ways of living and i'm really really passionate about uh how as a society we can be more welcoming how we can support people who are who are new to britain or uh who yeah are from somewhere else um and you know how we can learn from other places as well yeah, Europia is a really cool organisation that I was really excited to be placed in. And yeah, so I've been here for about um, five months and I work in business development and research. So would you like to explain a, a little bit about your role, Anna? Yeah, sure. So yeah, like I said, I work in uh, business development and research, um, which is quite a broad range of things. Um, especially being a reasonably small organisation so I feel like we all kind of help each other out and like different things and where we can mm. which I really appreciate being uh, like I've just finished uni so any experience that I can get I'm very happy to, to help out with so my main role is to do with funding um, all charities obviously have to receive funding to keep going with their projects to uh, commission new projects pay for like everything that we do we kind of reliant on funding yeah that process um requires a bit of research in the beginning being aware of what funders are out there having uh, an idea of what deadlines are coming up because yeah. uh, there's funding rounds with deadlines and you obviously have to make them and um yeah kind of just being on top of <laughs> kind of the funding know atmosphere and making sure that we're really applying for everything that could be helpful to us that could provide us with um with some funds to to do our work and making sure i guess the team are aware of it so um if you're a project worker that uh i am able to communicate with you oh there's funding that can maybe help your project or your general uh, interest maybe let's say you work with the well-being department if I come across funding that could be used for uh, a health initiative or a mental health initiative or something like that um, making sure I communicate with them and then we can yeah. kind of collaborate together um, on a project idea once you've kind of uh, decided either as like a staff team or uh, myself and um, the CEO Kush we, we talk quite a lot about funding if we decide that's something we do want to apply for, then there is the application process, which 
can be lengthy. Um, yeah, it's not easy, is it? It's not always the easiest thing. Yeah. And I think definitely being new to it, it can be a bit daunting sometimes because you're like, yeah. oh, you need all this information. But once you get, yeah, once you've done one or two, they're generally the same layout a lot of the time. You have kind of your general questions about who you are and what your com- your organisation stands for and, and why you exist. And that's really what you're trying to communicate is why why do we exist? Why? What's the um, purpose of us being here? Yeah, the benefits. Yeah. How, how are we benefiting people? And I actually really enjoy doing funding applications because you get to talk about how great your organisation is. Yeah. You get to talk about all the good things you've done and kind of it helps you, it helps remind you of, of uh, why you're working for the organisation, I guess. Yeah. And then it'll move on to kind of more like project specific uh, questions. So, you know, depending on the project that you're applying for. Um, and then there's always stuff to do with finances and uh, the budget for the, the project or whatever it is you're doing. And then um, probably some paperwork stuff, making sure you have things like a safeguarding uh, document or something like that. Yeah. They, they have to make sure that you've got all those things in place as well. But yeah, some can be quite specific. Um, I think the main thing is uh, that you have to look out for is uh, is it eligible? Are you eligible to pay for things like staff time, staff costs? Yeah. Um, or does it have to be purely um, like specific to the project, but maybe like venue hire and resources, and that's it. Yeah. Um, which is a bit more limiting. Um, but then you also have funders that are only interested in capacity building and core costs and mm. um, that kind of thing, and they're actually not that interested in. Um, project delivery yeah so I think trying to make sure you have a bit of a mix I guess to yeah. make sure that you've uh, got yeah um, funding for your core costs and for your kind of more internal staff um, but also that you've got specific funding set aside for projects that you're working on and hope to work on a lot of um funders ask for sort of evidence don't they in terms of how effective the organisation is yeah. so how do you like measure that do you do do you do it with feedback custom feedback or is the stats that you can use um yeah so monitoring and evaluation is definitely a big part of funding and it's something that's becoming i think more and more common that they ask that you have some sort of monitoring and feedback mm. kind of mechanism i think it's something we're working on more as a as an organisation it's not um, like perfect or we're not kind of at a stage where we've got like a specific process um, all the time we do um, always try and receive feedback throughout projects at the end of projects and we can get an idea of um, things like the number of a number of clients we've had through um, the databases that we use for client work yeah. but yeah it's something that can be quite time consuming and I think also with um, working with people who have uh, like varying levels of English um, or I don't know maybe not used to giving feedback at Mm. these kind of things it it can be hard to engage sometimes um, and and get feedback Um, yeah, especially when, if it's digital, because some people don't have the digital skills, they feel like yeah. oh, it's a bit off-putting to do an online survey if, you, yeah. if your digital skills and your English isn't Yeah, great, you know? and also we don't want, you know, 
uh, obviously we, we don't if people don't want to give feedback we're not going to you know make them yeah. a lot of the time like if <laughs> no, they just don't want it it's fine um, or there's also like making sure feedback is um, like accurate because obviously most of the services we provide are uh, free services yeah. so um, people may uh, you know be over kind almost because they're because yeah. it's a free okay, I'm like that if anyone if I ever access a free service, I always uh, go, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it because it was free. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a thing of, of trying to, yeah, try and get as, as accurate a feed, feedback as possible. Um, just so we can improve our services, improve what we're doing and um, make sure it's as beneficial as possible to, yeah. to the communities that we're working with. Oh, brilliant. Okay, um, I was going to ask you next about sort of some recent successes that you've had with funding or that you hope has had in sort of because uh, it's always a, the feeling when you get through that notification that you've secured some funding it's like yeah it's it's, it's really positive isn't it so have yeah. you had any positive experiences recently about funding yeah we have actually um we've had some it's always mixed bag you get you get rejections you get uh things that you thought were going to go well didn't go as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, um, our Manchester Voluntary Council Services or something uh, released funding. It was back mm-hmm. in um, October, I think we applied. And actually, the funders are visiting today. Um, and we're going to have a chat with them about... But from what I understand, it's kind of a formality of me just kind of... Yeah. They also have to make sure that we didn't lie on our yeah. application, and which we didn't, so it's fine. Because you know, yeah. obviously it's open to abuse, isn't it? Anything like um, funding and grants and things. And um, then supplying evidence after, I suppose, is that part of your job? Um, after you've spent the money, do you have to provide it? We do, yeah, we do have to provide evidence at the end. Um, a lot of the time. Again, it depends on the funding. I think the important thing is knowing at the beginning of a project what is expected at the end, yeah. like making sure you have that in your um, in your project delivery plan, um, rather than getting to the end of a project and being like, oh, we were supposed to have done <laughs> yeah. all this stuff. And <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. Um, it's too late then. So yeah, I think it's mainly just making sure you've, you're aware of that. But yeah, so provided this funding goes through and everything's fine with due diligence, um, we'll be able to hire um, a kind of generalised... Um, welfare support advisor. Oh, brilliant! Which will help support um, our, our kind of um, advi- our support welfare advisors that work across different projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, kind of just I guess build capacity of what we're the amount of uh, work we're able to take on. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that's exciting, and it's uh, a three-year grant. So yeah, well, that's good. So it'd be good to get that secured for for the next few years. In terms of the future, have you got some um, projects that you're planning uh, in the near future, like this year or next year, that you, you'll be applying for funding for? Yeah, we're. Um, I think we're always thinking about yeah what we can apply for next. And um, the thing about funding rounds is they, they are quite short a lot of the mm. time, um, and it can be quite a quick turnaround. So you kind of always have to be thinking about the next thing um, yeah. to make sure that you don't miss out on funding um, because you weren't you know you weren't aware of it um, at the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's I think um, right now obviously it's coming 
to the end of the financial year. So, um, yeah, we're thinking about the next year and, and what we can maybe apply for then. And there's a few funding rounds that aren't actually open yet that we're hoping to apply for. Um, so we're kind of just waiting for, for them to open and then we can dive in. But yeah, there's there's a couple of different things we're looking for funding for. Um, one of the uh, one of the main priorities is for our LGBT group. Oh yeah, we're looking for funding for that right now. Um, get researching and try and. I've got one for you actually. I'll check it because I saw it the other day um, and it was Greater Manchester wide. I can't remember who who it was. <laughs> I'll pass it on. Yeah, to you. great. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Top tip for funders: if you, if you if you're like a charity or an organisation, is there, is there some like kind of central portal or something that people can go to, or or um, a good funder who sort of always yeah. been helpful for you? Yeah, there are there are various like databases that you can sign up to, um, and websites that you can sign up to, and um, I think. Something that's been helpful for me, this is Manchester specific, but there's um, all the local uh, CVSs release funding bulletins every month, right. which is all the funding deadlines for that month. Um, there's also the 10GM uh, bulletin, which again just has all the funding deadlines that are relevant to Manchester because, um, like, things kind of geographical limitations. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you look at great funders and they're only eligible for London or something. Um, mm. So yeah, they, that's really helpful to make sure wherever you are that you're signed up to like a local um, bulletin because I'm sure there will be one wherever you are. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really, for me, the thing that makes a big difference is just making sure you have regular time set aside kind of every week. It doesn't mm. have to be like you spend seven hours at your computer. But if you have like a couple hours, maybe a bit more, uh, just kind of to like stay on top of um, the deadlines that are coming up and kind of keep researching different opportunities, um, I think that that really helps kind yeah. of stay on top of things. There, yeah. there is a lot of funding out there, and I think a, a lot of people. Um, don't realise how much there is out there, and um, and I was saying to you before, wasn't I, about contacting your local councillors as well because yeah, there's definitely. always money available, like really at grassroots level from your local councillors. Yeah, well. that's a really good tip. Yeah. yeah, um, and yeah, I think because funding applications do take a while and they can take you know a good chunk of staff time, um, just being quite thorough in, in the research phase and making mm-hmm. sure that if you're applying to a funder that your aims and their aims do line up as, as much as possible and you know through the charity commission website you can um, everything is very transparent so you can see previous um previous organizations they have funded and stuff like that so that can that can help yeah. kind of make sure that you're applying to to the relevant um places and uh you know instead of just sending out a lot of applications that maybe aren't that relevant oh well thank you thanks so much for chatting it's it's a really important job that you've got actually (laughs) you must feel quite a lot of pressure sometimes because people Mm. are relying on you aren't they you know to to, yeah i mean obviously it's definitely not all down to me i should say as well um and um i'm really like europa has really um 
helped train me in this as well. When I yeah. first started, I'd never like, done a funding application before. Yeah. So um, it's been like quite a quick learning process. Yeah. Um, I think it's a bit stressful, but then at the same time, I think there's a really healthy um, work culture here mm. of, um, yes, we are doing important work and we're, we're helping people. We all seem to have a really healthy work-life balance yeah. and we shouldn't carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. Yeah. And also, like you said, there are so many funders out there. If you miss an, if you miss a deadline, which does happen sometimes, yeah. if the application isn't successful, there's other funding that you can look at. And I think it's just having kind of a healthy attitude to that. Yeah. Um, and you won't be successful all the time. So I'm relying on other people to help you as well, because everyone in New York here will give you a hand, won't they? I'm sure. Yeah, it's definitely. There's not. There's. I don't think there's really been many applications that I've done by myself entirely yeah. or any really um, smaller applications um, you can kind of do the, the majority of maybe individually yeah. but um, yeah like I said this, our CEO Kush she's always really helpful with funding applications especially when it comes to um, like budget things mm. he's always always willing to help and always um, helps with those kind of things which I'm definitely not very strong on like I'm, it's not really uh, my <laughs> my area um, and then yeah when I'm writing an application I always send it to a few people on the team and they look over it and have kind of a another um, kind of different perspective as well yeah. and if I'm working on a you know a project based application with a specific department or project um, then it's always reasonably collaborative as well do you, do you accept donations, by the way? You know, like if somebody wanted to donate to you up here, well, um, we do accept donations. I'll have to double check. I think there's a donation area on our website. Oh yes, there is. There yeah, is. Yeah. So you can donate on our website, um, yeah. and yeah, that's something actually thinking about the future that we want to look into more is yeah. uh, maybe some campaigns for crowd fundraising and. Um, just making yeah, making it more obvious how to donate if you if you want to. Right, well thanks very much anyway, I don't know if you're chatting to us. No, it's alright. I hope it, it was helpful. It was, it was very interesting to hear about everything that you're doing for you all. If you would like to find out more about Europia, including how to access services or volunteer for the charity see europia.org.uk